The quote for today is by Shakespeare. And he says, there is nothing either good or bad, but thinking that makes it so. I love this quote and I have lived by this quote negatively and positively. Sometimes I just can't sleep. And so I just lay in bed and I think. I usually lay there and I plan out my day or I remember things that I need to do or things that are important to me. And a lot of thought comes to my mind. And a lot of times I end up writing these little solo episodes. And that's what happened to me last night. And this quote from Shakespeare came to me. Because it's neither good or bad, but thinking that makes it so. So I want to talk to you about this a little bit. It's not the situation that annoys you. It's your thinking about the situation that annoys you. So there could be a really general situation. It just is what it is. It's just a situation, but it's our thoughts about it that make it good or bad, negative or positive, stressful or exciting. So if we change our thoughts and we can change our thoughts without lying to ourselves or without being sarcastic, then we can change our thoughts and turn and focus on gratitude. Then it can really change our behavior and change our day and change our life and we can be happier. It's a beautiful thing. So here are a couple of tips on how to kind of change that thought process, like literally instantly. So there's a neutral way that you can redirect your thoughts, which is just to change your thought to another thought. Then there's the empowering way to redirect your thoughts. And that means you kind of just turn from what's wrong to something that actually is in your control. And then the third way to redirect your thoughts is the positive way. You can turn your thoughts to a positive belief about the circumstances or situation that you're in. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example. Recently, I traveled to Texas to visit my son and his family, and I get so annoyed at the way they get people on and off the airplanes. Sometimes I get super fired up, like super angry about the process because I personally think it could be done so much better, and it just drives me crazy, especially getting off the plane. Like here we are, we're there, we're we're at the gate, we are ready to get off, I stand up, I am ready to go, and I have to wait for everybody else to figure out what they're doing, to get up, to get their luggage, and get out the door before I can. And sometimes it just gets me boiling in frustration. And so I have to change my thoughts because the situation is not an angry situation. I'm just getting angry about it. I'm working up to this frustration. So those examples I told you about the empowering, positive, and just neutral redirecting your thoughts, I can use it in this example of getting off the airplane. So the neutral way to redirect my thoughts would be to redirect to another thought. It can be anything. I'm frustrated about how long it's taking to get off the airplane. And so I can just look outside, check the weather, Look at my phone. I can do something else other than getting frustrated about this process of getting off the airplane. The empowering thoughts about this situation would be to turn my thoughts from what's wrong to something that's actually in my control. So my thoughts would be something like, well, 
I can't get off the plane, but I have my bag and I'm ready to go as soon as it's my turn, or I can assist others around me and kind of gathering their things or helping them with their kids or getting their bags for them. So I can just do something that's in my control instead of getting angry about the situation taking so long. And then the third way, the positive way to redirect my thoughts and turn it into kind of more a positive belief about the circumstances would be to sit there and think about things like, well, we arrived safely. I'm about to have a great adventure. I can thank the crew members or the pilot for getting us safely there. Things like that. So positive redirecting and looking at things that I'm so grateful for. The fact that we can even fly. How amazing is that? And all of a sudden, I'm seriously not angry anymore. In fact, I'm okay that it's taking a little bit longer because I'm literally just kind of relishing in the moment and savoring it and feeling so much gratitude and happiness that it worked out the way it did, that I am where I am and that I got there quickly and safely and all the beautiful things. And if it takes another 10 minutes to get off that plane, well, that's 10 more minutes that I can think about things I'm grateful for. So there's an example of how to change your thoughts. There's the neutral thinking where you can just change your thoughts to another thought. There's the empowering thinking where you can turn from what's wrong to something that's actually in your control. Or there's the positive thinking where you can just think of a positive belief about yourself or the circumstances you're in. Okay, so story time. So this recently happened to me and it really will solidify that it is your thoughts that make a situation good or bad. I was contacted several months ago for a speaking assignment, and I was so thrilled about this particular assignment. I mean, I love all the speaking assignments I get to do, but this one got me really excited because it was the dreamiest one. So I get to go to a resort. They wanted me to stay and eat the delicious food and even stay the night. I could have my husband come. It was seriously going to be a mini vacation, and all I had to do was speak for an hour. They also wanted me to get a particular book that everybody in the group was going to be reading and basically speak on this book. I was happy to do that because, of course, it was a book about happiness and I was super excited to have something else to read. And they were willing to pay me double. So seriously, like check all the boxes situation, right? I I was just seriously excited. So after all the negotiations and all the understanding of the assignment, I ordered the book, I reserved the dates on my calendar, and it was time to finalize and get the deposit. And they totally ghosted me. Like never heard from these people again. Never again. And I was sad. I was so disappointed. I was so looking forward to this. It was seriously like one of those dream come true moments. Everything I ever thought I wanted And then it was just gone, like I didn't get to do it. So I started mourning and just kind of missing out on this opportunity. And then I started thinking these thoughts of what happened and was it me and did I do something wrong and did I say something? Like I'm reading back through my communications with this person. The only thing I could conclude is the coordinator probably ended up in a coma or something because everything was so good. Ugh. I seriously agonized for days and days, wondering and sad and mad and frustrated and second guessing myself. And then the book arrived because I ordered the book, all excited that I'd be able to have this opportunity to teach about it. So I thought, well, the book is here. I'll read it anyway. 
if anything, I just kind of wanted to confirm all the things I knew about happiness. And it would just be a good way to just be like, yep, I know this stuff. Well, guess what? (laughs) I actually learned a lot. (laughs) This book was really specific about like workplace stress and taught ways to handle the stress in the workplace to be able to elevate the environment there and have more happiness specifically in a work environment. And I just relished and savored this book. I took a bunch of notes. I rewrote my speeches that I do. My whole keynote presentation changed. Like I took a lot of this information and I really upgraded what I speak about. Then I started getting more bookings to speak at workplaces. This is a kind of a new thing that people are hiring me to come to their businesses and speak to their employees about how to kind of elevate their happiness at work. So I end up getting like four or five more speaking gigs, specifically wanting to know how to elevate their workplace happiness. And I was able to implement all the ideas that I'd read in that book that I had gotten for that other event that I never got to even do. So I was able to speak and impact four or five more businesses And I ended up getting paid the same price from those few little ones than if I would have that one big dreamy one that I had looked forward to so much. And I was actually able to teach so many more people and help change their attitudes about work. So I was feeling a little sour about this and I'm working through my thoughts and feelings and it took me a while to really see the gift in this. Not getting that big overnight resort dreamy speaking assignment that I really wanted and to really learn to appreciate the things that I learned from this. I actually had to apologize to myself for blaming myself for not getting that job. I even went so far as to write an email to the coordinator of that dreamy speaking assignment to thank her for telling me about this book because it literally changed my life. It was such a powerful book to read. Of course, she never responded to that too, which makes me think she really must be in a coma. But then it kind of came full circle when all of a sudden, my son, who lives out of state, has to come home and work on his rental property and needs our help. Guess what? It happens to be the exact same weekend that I would have been gone on that overnight resort dreamy speaking assignment. But now I'm here at home to help relieve the stress of my sweet boy and be completely available for him and his family. And we also get that precious priceless time with him that we don't regularly get because he lives out of state. So I can literally say I am so relieved and happy that I didn't get that speaking assignment. It's such a relief. So what changed? It was really only my thoughts about the situation that changed. I didn't get that amazing speaking assignment and I'm totally fine with that because of what I've learned by not getting the gift I thought I wanted. So this is what I do now. I have to look at it as a gift. What do I get to learn from this? How is this for me? Well, I certainly asked myself those questions when I was originally ghosted from the coordinator of that event, but it caused me to open that book. Of course, I resented it at first. I bought the book for an assignment I didn't even get, but that book was so life-changing. It was so full of advice that I never would have learned anywhere else. And I actually can honestly say I'm very grateful that I didn't get that job. 
So check your thoughts. They might not even be true. And remember about redirecting your thoughts, the neutral redirecting, taking those thoughts and just changing to another thought, the empowering redirecting where you change those thoughts from what's wrong to something that's more in your control, or the positive redirecting of your thoughts that takes those thoughts to a positive belief about yourself or the circumstances. And just make sure to try to see every experience as a gift. How is this happening for me? And sometimes, like my story, you don't know in the moment how this is happening for you. You can kind of grasp and look and just see the things immediately. But sometimes, for me, it's actually been several months later till I can finally really see the gift of not getting what I thought I wanted so bad. See it as a gift. Ask yourself, what is this doing for me? And just try to learn from everything that comes into your life. You've got this. Again, the quote by Shakespeare, there is nothing either good or bad, but thinking that makes it so.